and welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a bi-weekly podcast with your bi-hosts. <laughs> Every two weeks, we pick an animal, we talk about it. Sometimes our sexual orientation comes into play, and we learn a little bit more about it. <laughs> We're both former zookeepers, and nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's go ahead and get grimy. I don't know. I was... Listen, Pride Month's coming up, and I saw a Target ad right before I started oh, recording. Target. So it was in the brain. The Target Pride collection in the brain. In the membrane. Hey, this is topical and important. Yeah, let me know. I What's literally have a mind? pending message on my hinge. A woman asked me, she's like, stump me. I don't know what to say. We've been talking for a while, and she just uh-huh. said, if you were a beverage, what would you be? Like, out of the blue. We were talking about oh, a dogs. beverage. <laughs> That's a and big question. I'm I'm stumped. What's your what was your knee jerk? Like Mountain Dew. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> She's like a crisp Mountain Dew. Probably because I am made up of Mountain Dew and so Right. It's the Mountain Dew worm speaking. And like some people think it tastes like battery acid, but some yeah. people are addicted to the battery acid. And yeah. it's like a gamer drink. So that's yeah. where my head is at right now. Do you have another better answer? <laughs> My knee jerk was Baja Blast. I don't even like Baja Blast. <laughs> I like it. That's oh. why it's my answer. <laughs> oh, oh. No, for you, though, my answer was definitely Mountain Dew. That's what I think of you as. It's just some, like, acidic eats through wallpaper. <laughs> Crazy bitch. <laughs> it fits your personality. But I okay. could also see you being, like, some sort of, like, hellacious cocktail that's made with like black liquor and like (laughs) it's like smoking you know there's like a dry ice effect happening and it's served in like a skull goblet i could also see that okay Okay. maybe it's topped with a little bit of mountain dew maybe that's like the bubble added okay yeah i it's got like a blood orange uh rind in there um as everyone knows i go on dates but i don't i have zero expectations and i usually just um you are the want, craziest dater well, I, yeah it's a, <laughs> you do the craziest thing i don't think i'm well but <laughs> and, I, and it comes and goes in waves mm-hmm. so i had a couple of dates with one guy and then canceled on by a woman and then now i was like <laughs> I took a like a week off. I didn't message anybody. Now I have five actively going at the same time. Chaos. Two are women. Three yes. are men. One of the I, men. <laughs> good sample size. God damn. <laughs> One of the men is like in his mid 40s and mm-hmm. is the vice president of advertising for a video game company. Ooh. And is restoring a sailboat that he is going to move <laughs> onto and live on full time. And so I was like, well, if I ever wanted to die, I know who to contact. So you're going to push me off this sailboat. Listen, I saw Double Jeopardy. I was like, I watched I I've know seen what happens. 55 Dateline episodes that go exactly like this. With this precise plot. <laughs> exactly. The Dateline people are already queuing up the next episode with this man. They're shooting the B-roll footage. Yeah. Getting ready. <laughs> like, you even look familiar. Were you on one of them? I don't even know. So, anyway. Okay, I'm having... so, of the five, one potential murderer. <laughs> one potential one. Um, The other ones, I feel like I could definitely take. I just can't oh. do a whole lot if I'm pushed off a boat. Like, I do think that puts me 
at a disadvantage when yeah. I'm drowning. Yeah, you need to bring the fight to uh, land. Maybe don't take the fight to sea. <laughs> then you'll have a little right. better odds. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, oh, I never thought of that. Uh, oh, right. Oh, no, right. okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's go on a secluded boat with just the two of us. <laughs> Not. So, I don't know. And I say crazy things. I mean, if you're in the Discord, you probably hear a lot about it. I ask people crazy things. I like to make people mm-hmm. uncomfortable when I'm talking to them. And... <laughs> I like to just hear their innermost thoughts. And so I ask them very pointed questions. And you don't uh, beat around I the bush. To... You get right no. to the meat of it. And I did go on a date the other day. And he did follow up and ask for like a second date. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, I think like we're good. And he was like, yeah, actually, like I do think that like it would not work out. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why anyone thinks it would. I, just, I said the craziest things to you for like three hours. But they like it. I don't know why. I guess it's like a weird negging. I'm not doing it on purpose. Really. I think it's just they don't get it. As a tool. But I literally am like, do you think all men should die? And they're kind of like, I'm open to it. (laughs) You're like, well. Should we start with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got a boat? (laughs) (laughs) Want to go sailing? (laughs) Uh, On that note, Flora, how are you? What's new? Anyway. Yeah. I've just been being really chaotic. (laughs) I really have. have. I've met some very wonderful friends in town now, and we do hey. hood rat shit with my friends. <laughs> Getting um, wild. Just like that little boy said a million years ago on YouTube. Is that like a mm-hmm. YouTube or a Vine? Or... I don't even remember. I think it it's all YouTube. blurs together at this point. It's an ancient video, but um, an ancient we, man. We do crazy things, and I'm very much enjoying their company. So oh, that's lovely. I've been bebopping around my little town and planning trips and stuff so you've been doing but. so many events and so many weird things and yeah and it's every it, time i talk to you it's always something i'm I doing didn't something back <laughs> doing something very strange yeah it's great um but it's funny because i'm so far beyond zookeeping at this point that i do not bring that up if somebody asks like what do you do yeah. It's not like, well, I was a zookeeper for 10 years. That was like four years ago now. You know what I mean? It I doesn't, know. It just like doesn't yes. come up. But then, I thought about that the other day. I had the same thought. Yeah. Like it's not even a part of my identity anymore. But then occasionally, occasionally mm-hmm. it like rolls mm-hmm. back around. Mm-hmm. Like we saw a river otter and they were like, what is this like creature? And I was like, it's a river otter. I can tell. I'm like, how do you know? And I was like, I used to take care of river otter. otter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a narrow. <laughs> like I, I just... I don't know. So it's, it's really strange because every once in a while it pops up and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You, like, did something with animals, right? I'm like, yeah, I mm-hmm. did something with animals. Um, you could call it that, yes. So it's just it's just kind of interesting. It's interesting yeah. for sure. It's like I forget to and then it comes up and it's like a jump scare for everyone involved. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Like, I do know what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you did that for real? Like, are you okay? Yeah, for no, like a decade. <laughs> I'm not. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. The only oh, other thing cute. I can think of is my friends ragged on me hardcore the other day. We were drunk and I sat down on the ground. And as I eased my large form to the ground, I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot that like most people in their 30s probably don't need to make that noise. I mean, some they- do. Don't groan in agony. Yeah. But like, people who work manual labor for 10 years do. Yeah. And they were like, are you good? I was like, no. oh, yeah, that's just the noise I make when I sit down. I thought <laughs> I thought everyone I'm did that. Absolutely not good. 
I have a, a door frame in my house that's the perfect height, and every day I go up to that and stretch out my old creaky back, mm. and it is simultaneously the most pleasurable and mm. painful thing mm-hmm. in the entire world. And I also have this fun little quirk yep. um, where if I go walking or running afterwards when I get home, I have to do this slow bend, like I'm bending into like a crone posture, and my entire back goes... <laughs> and it's really yeah. bad. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Mm-mm. that's a fun little takeaway from our past exploits. Yeah. So and like, But they don't have the context of the zookeeping... So they're just like, why are you old and crony? And I'm like, well, let me tell you a story. (laughs) It starts with a North American river otter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but how have you been otherwise? I've been doing Doing well. Guess what? Guess what? A couple of strange things happen. First off, I think I said in the last episode, maybe, maybe I already did the recap. But my kitty, my little baby, my little angel, my tiny girl. I don't think we talked about it. She had rotten baby mouth. She was rotten. a little dumpster baby when we got her. She was a little rescue kitty. And she's always had just like the most fucked up teeth. And they're, mm-hmm. every pet we've taken her to is like, we need to take out those teeth. They don't look good. And it's probably like some weird genetic thing. And you and I were talking and you brought up the good point. You're like, it was probably her parents that also have weird fucked up teeth somewhere out there, like in a trash can oh yeah she's got a gummy mommy out there i mean there's just no way it's not genetic she's descended from the original (laughs) rotten tooth clan fairy Mm -hmm. and she yeah so she's just had the most fucked up teeth for a long time and so we finally got her her dental extraction thing set up they decided guess what we're taking all of her teeth (laughs) so she doesn't have any teeth left she has no teeth left and And she's four she is that's the other thing she's little and she's four and it's just like She's the vet cute. was like, yeah, there was nothing you could do. It's not like you could brush her rotten genetics away, right? It's just it is what it is. Sometimes they have crazy fucked up teeth. So they removed all her it's teeth. So and it's kind of sad because she did have very cute little vampire fangs. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, but those were like mobile in her head. So they probably felt terrible. <laughs> so I'm really glad oh, yeah. that they're gone. I'm sure it felt awful. But now she's like, she's almost like a new little kitty. She's like super playful and she's rubbing and scrubbing on stuff. And I think she's just feeling great that her mouth isn't, like, in constant throbbing agony. And I can fucking relate. Like, nothing's worse than a toothache. That sucks. To have all your get, teeth. like, the rolled, like, you know when humans don't have teeth and our face, like, crumples in on itself? Yeah. Did they get that? Is she going to have an old lady mouth? So far, no. So far, she's just got her little lips. And she's just, like, her normal little baby. Because she already kind of had a poofy face, so. Right. I think she's good. That's insane. I, zero I teeth. Imagine having zero teeth. I know. And I was just thinking Couldn't about it. I was like, what? Damn. Because <laughs> you and I were talking about the girl. little, like, the front little fuckers, those tiny little things. Like, is that good? Like, can that stay? No, they took them all. Every single tooth. And I just think they took, like, in lieu of sewing up her gums, they just installed a little zipper and just, like, Glued zipped them up. It. Yeah, they're like, it doesn't matter. Like, we'll just, <laughs> we don't need to leave a hole. Insane. I know. They just took them all. Um, the nice thing is they did take the tooth polishing, tooth cleaning, post-operation fee off of my bill. Fucking better. Because um, there's nothing to polish or clean. There's nothing in there. Imagine no waking teeth. waking up no teeth. Like, I mean, we can't even communicate to her, like, what's about to go like, down. Hey, I know woke shit's weird. <laughs> she woke up with a ton of teeth. Woke up, or started the day with a ton of teeth. 
ended the day with no teeth. There's like, they have like 30 teeth. I had to Google how many teeth the cat had. Well, oh, here's yeah. an important question. Do you have the teeth? Did they give them to you? No, they did not. They like trashed them immediately. Well, that's a scam. <laughs> they have my teeth somewhere. You should call the police. That's so funny. That's my property. <laughs> it's my For teeth. real. Yeah, I don't know. But she's, um, I sent you videos of her that first night and she was a stumbly little mess. Um, yeah, but now she's like fantastic. She's doing great. So everyone um, send good vibes to my little kitty. She's so cute. And she now doesn't have a single tooth in her mouth. Um, also, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I did I did run a half marathon. It was yeah, insane. That we talked I felt about, I think. crazy the whole time. And I did, I have done a few runs since then, and my legs are like, <laughs> that's actually the first and last time you'll do that. Bye. <laughs> so in addition to my crinkly old spine, I now have like busted old legs. I'm just working through the operation body here. I'm about to get the, what is it? The writer's cramp in the wrist. I'm going to get the butterflies in the stomach. The, what else is, you got the Charlie what horse the in the leg. What are you talking about? You Can know operation game? Yeah. His name With is Cavity his- Sam. Will you put some fucking respect on his name? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He has a fucking oh, name. It's fucking Oh, Cavity what's his Sam. guy? <laughs> that game's hard. If anybody has those cat teeth, it's Cavity Sam. It's got him lodged in his ear bone or something. They took the teeth out before they even brought him in for all those other fucked up operations. They're like, step number one, detooth this man. Defang him. It is not going well. We got to do that first. She's called Artemis. Cavity Artemis. Cavity Artie. Oh, that'd be so cute. little nickname from a little baby. <laughs> little uh, fart mouse. Anywho, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We've caught is. up. We're here. Um, bad news. I have bad news for you. There are no new Grime Game patrons, so there's no shout outs. And we had a Good. ton of really we excellent- give anyone any attention. <laughs> It's such a bummer. We had a ton of really good word association context that we could have just gone name your favorite too crazy with it. Uh, uh, name your favorite <laughs> Ashley Judd movie, a la Double Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Double Jeopardy. Only one I know. Name your favorite Moe's order. The the options are endless. <laughs> That's triggered. So, anyways, we're gonna jump right into the content. So, um, we have received our specific research item. As you all know, we're doing this thing that we've always oh. done, but we've modified it slightly where we ask our patron our tribute of the two weeks to give us an animal to talk about. We had a no-show this time. That was our first time. Someone ghosted us. They didn't respond. Yeah. They didn't they get did to get pick. They missed their chance. We had to re-pick, re-spin the wheel of death. And so that wheel yes. of death landed on Danica. Thank you, Danica. Thanks, Danica. For giving us this input. Um, the item that we're going to be talking about is the actually item? an animal. It's not an okay. item. <laughs> Uh, what? Where's this going? It is the crested koa. Kua? Koa? Kua? C-O-U-A. Crested koa is what I'm going to say for the rest of this episode. C-O-U-A. A. It's a bird, baby. What the fuck is that? Are you looking at this bird? No. What the fuck is that? So, the crested koa, we're going to get into the scientific classification first. Got to ground you. We're in kingdom animalia, phylum chordata, class aves, order. Oh, you know, I don't have a good time with these bird orders. Order cuculiformes, uh. family cuculidae, genus kua, species kua cristata. This is in the cuckoo family. Hello. The cuck? Yes. <laughs> Did you say cuckoo? 
hide your wife <laughs> or bring her out whatever you're into <laughs> your wife's on her way out bring your wife <laughs> she's on by <laughs> she's leaving she's leaving you get cooked so the crested kua kua cristata is a medium-sized bird in that cuckoo family guess where he's found our favorite island <laughs> well i have a the, lot i'm hoping it's not Papua new guinea <laughs> I have nothing against Papua New Guinea. It's not my favorite island. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank God. I'm sorry. No, this is the Darwin. This is where Darwin was born and bred. Ah, uh, Madagascar. He Indeed. was not born there. <laughs> Spreading misinformation right off the bat. <laughs> Mostly going to be found in the coastal regions, but basically anywhere there's like shrubs or trees is not picky. Listen, okay. this guy... He's not picky. And you kind of can't be if you live on an island <laughs> because that's all you got. <laughs> so you have to work with what Darwin has gifted you. Right. Darwin created the island and in that's tycoon. it. <laughs> that's it, baby. He Minecraft the island sides. for you. You better be grateful. <laughs> if you dig down to the Ender Dragon, it is in game. So stay up top. <laughs> so don't go digging. Just stick to your shrub, your shrub lands. <laughs> All right, so as I mentioned. That you're used to. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) TLC also performs on a loop in Madagascar. I don't know if you knew. (laughs) What's crazy is they don't actually sing um, waterfalls. They just sing scrubs. Scrubs in Madagascar on a loop. I don't want no scrubs. Okay. So... This bird. What does he look like? He's about he 12. 12? Yes. <laughs> he looks 12. No! <laughs> he looks... He's about 12 to 17 inches in length, or oh. 30 to 44 centimeters in length. A I medium like how you, bird. I, well, I like how it's medium bird because the ranges of birds, like, go from bee hummingbird to ostrich. And so, like, <laughs> is this really, truly medium? <laughs> I really because think the we're using is- medium... Pretty liberally. Yeah. It is outrageous. Like, they're like, is it, is it, is it microscopic? <laughs> For or sure. Is it Godzilla? Right. <laughs> you tell us. Or Are is it medium? Big bird status? <laughs> like, where is he on the range? Well, he's not the size of Big Bird. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what. He is about the size of an eight and a half by 11 sheet of crisp white printer paper. All Maybe right. a little bit bigger. <laughs> Just, just putting it in perspective. I could frame him. You got your that. homework I from work? I could frame him. <laughs> you got your homework from work? I mean, your homework from school. God, imagine if you're working about homework. It'd be a nightmare. I'd die. It's the size of this bird. Anyways, he's got some plumage, right? So the back of him, darker. It's kind of green, kind of gray, kind of blue. It's a little mixture of all three. Mm. The the underside of him, white. Mm-hmm. His chest, tan. Rufus. <laughs> Rufus color. You know what, though? You do have in common with this thing. Brown eyes. <gasps> brown eyed girl. Big, beautiful, brown eyed babe. That's you. eyed bitch. That's you. <laughs> big, beautiful bitch with big brown bug eyes. <laughs> That's you, too. Twins. Separated at birth. This is the plot of the parent trap now. One of you lives on Madagascar with your wealthy vineyard owning dad. The other of you lives in Flora's current undisclosed location with your mom that runs a wedding boutique. What is this the plot of? Parent Trap. <laughs> oh. They're remaking that, aren't they? No, they're remaking... 
What's where they switch bodies? It takes, it takes two. Friday. They're remaking that again. They're making like it another takes, one. It takes two is the American Ashley Olsen version of the parent. It trap. takes two is a video game about divorce. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> With that horrible elephant. Jesus. Let's yes. not go back there. Anyways, you look just like this bird. TLDL. <laughs> Fuck me. So he's got a really long blue tail with uh, like white tips on the end. And then the beak and the bill and the like the rest of the um, uncovered face are black. And they've got kind of like a bear face, which is kind of interesting. And a little bit of a mohawk. A bear face? Um, B-A-R-E. Okay. Not like not like a grizzly face. Um, and then they've got a fun little gray head crest, little mohawk on top. Apparently that's the case that for fun. all kuas. They've got that they've got that crest, which is fun. Now here's where it gets extra fun. She has been getting into her mom's makeup kit. She's been trying different looks. She's been testing eyeshadows, and I think she found a look that looks great and it works for her. Not She's got park. a really, really stunning, fantastic. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline eye look. She's got a bright blue eyeshadow right around her eyes. And it's turquoise also. Isn't that gorgeous? You can just see her from a mile away. And the fact that she's got a lot of blue, it's just, she did a good job, I think, blending. um, And her color theory is on point. I really like it. Here's something else. Her third toe is reversible. So? So is mine. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I hate when we try to make these animals special. I can do that too. (laughs) Well, you think you're special? When you say your third toe is reversible, do you mean it flips upside down or it goes I mean, to the other I end of your can foot? I perch onto <laughs> objects because my toe hooks around. Horrific. That's horrific. So as Flora indicated, this is really handy if you're going to be hopping around branches. And that's super handy for this crested kua because guess what? They can't really fly that well. Most Why of the time. Bird? Why is it a bird? Why is it bird shaped? <laughs> Take it to the penguins. Take it to the penguins. (laughs) Leave them out of this. (laughs) (laughs) They can't really fly that well. They can fly okay. But for the most part, they're going to listen to this. This is crazy. They're going to get up high in a tree. And then they're like, well, how? 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 (laughs) So I'm just going to hop around up here on the top of this tree. A ladder? These big branches. Yeah, I guess so. They took a lift up. The tram. I don't know. They got up there somehow. But then they just hop around up there. Apparently... Despite their not so great flying abilities, there's no fear of heights whatsoever. So good for them, I guess. Live fast, <laughs> die young is the motto of the Crescicua. But that toe, that third toe is going to flip around. And it's going to help them hang on while they're hopping around up in the canopy. Good shit. Right. The grip. Mm-hmm. Sexual dimorphism. Nothing to see here. Males and females look pretty much the same. All right. They're all androgynous. <laughs> I love yeah. to see it. Juveniles, however, are a little bit paler in color. They do have a smaller head crest, and they don't have the makeup yet. They're not old enough to wear makeup, so they don't have that turquoise thing around their eye. That's going to be easy to see. I'm going to come back to the chicks (laughs) because Mm. they need their own moment. So we're going to jump ahead really quick. You're going to learn a little bit more about the kua in general. Okay. And then we'll we'll get back to that. And then we'll circle back. Circle back to those babies. Now, I already mentioned they're found in Madagascar. Apparently, this is one of the most widespread of the kuas, the that bird species in general. And their population is, like, pretty good. Even though they're just confined to this one island, um, they're doing pretty well. And Are also right? considering the fact that they, like, can't fly that well. Like, 
that doesn't seem to be an issue. Their their conservation situation, jumping ahead here, is least concern. Like they're they're doing okay. Because we bad. haven't unleashed seven million unleashed dogs. Right. Or like that one toad, you know? Remember that toad? Did it eat birds? No, but he just wreaked havoc. And I think oh. birds were affected. Oh, well. <laughs> I think wherever that man went, <laughs> death and destruction followed. Damn, I don't remember him. Is he good? Where doomsday was he? Toad. Let's keep him away. Was he, was he in Australia? That doomsday toad? I this isn't don't about that toad. A single toad. This like, isn't I about don't know that what toad. You're about. <laughs> this isn't about that toad. So yeah, they um they're doing pretty well despite kind of their um I don't know faults. Is it a fault? No. <laughs> just not as skillful. Maybe people, they do nest are above good ground at certain things, and some things. Don't matter to certain mm-hmm. people. Sure. I'm works. not good at flying either. That's that true. Fault? No, but you have that toe, so it makes up for it. <sighs> we do share that toe. <laughs> do you have that toe. We're going to post on socials. Keep an eye out for that toe. They do nest above ground. Not super high up, but they are hunted by humans sometimes. Apparently, they have like a delicious flavor. I wouldn't know, but people who have eaten Fuck. them said they're delicious. And then apparently fooses, hawks, and eagles also agree. They think they're delicious because they also eat them. So I can definitely see a fusa like eating these left and right. This just, thing that's like sort of up it. in the trees. A little smaller than I would think would be worth my well, time. Well, it's a medium sized bird, isn't it? <laughs> it's a medium sized meal. Hmm. Yeah. It's a medium <laughs> at KFC. Two small breasts, two little legs, <laughs> two small breasts. And a biscuit. No mashed potatoes. <laughs> Side of mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. You got me wanting KFC. All right. That sounds good, um, doesn't it? Now, you know I'm not a bird girl. I don't spend that much time around birds. I don't know that much about birds. So whenever we talk about birds, it's always very illuminating for me. But you probably already know this. So I just always assume birds either don't want anything the fuck to do with each other or... They're super gregarious, and there's, like, flocks of, like, 3,000 of them. That's my – those are my two ends of the spectrum that I live in with bird – What? Social structure. I don't know. That's just – in my mind, that's how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't imagine a bird – I don't know, just hanging out with, like, three of them. Oh, you did send me a really beautiful taxidermy. It's beautiful, though. Crested Kua. It's 10 that's- grand. Stunning. Before well, taxes. It's less than 10 grand before taxes. 9,969. <laughs> I mean, and two and cents. two cents. The two cents are on there. That, that beautiful thing is outside of my tax bracket. Maybe one day. What is this um, fucking website? Yeah, where did you find that? I don't know. They got five stars in that cellar, though. Someone else got this thing. Pre-17th century, extremely rare and complete elephant bird egg, $81,000. My God. Who is this? God damn, a giraffe mount, $24,000. Okay, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. I gotta send this to my sailboat guy. This is his tax bracket. (laughs) Hey, buddy, you're gonna love this. I'm out of my league. No, hold the fuck on. There's a taxidermy rooster for $1,600. I can stuff a rooster for 20 bucks. (laughs) I can go out and catch a rooster right now. (laughs) This is a goddamn scam. Wait, you think I can't taxidermy a rooster? 
You should post it for a dollar less than his. Make a huge profit. <laughs> Fucking should. Don't buy this guy's rooster. Buy mine. It's a steal. Um, so yeah, to the surprise of no one, my uh, idea of the social structure of birds is completely it's fucked not up. based in reality. You yeah. didn't even include like mated for life. Yeah. Like two. I know. Like a <laughs> that's why or something. <laughs> that's why it's very wrong. <laughs> so um, they usually do form monogamous pairs. However, However. They, they're kind of a little bit different beyond that. Like they're very secretive, right? Mm. So even though they're in that pair, it's not just going to be in that pair because they might stay in a group of three to five birds outside of breeding season. A family. They don't flock. But sometimes they will join a mixed species flock. A family. It's a little different. It's a friend. Family. (laughs) Friends and family. So it's a little bit different than any birds that I ever remember talking about. But you don't know any of the birds. So (laughs) that is not really saying anything. So this fact is very profound to me. Not even like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I mentioned during breeding season, they will be found in monogamous pairs. Unlike other cuckoos, cuckoos, I should say. I love saying it like that. Cuckoos. They do not take part in brood parasitism. Oh, good for fucking them. Because everyone needs to chill out. That's a little fucked up. I just feel like that should be the norm. Is them not taking part in that. Is them not doing the bad thing. (laughs) And then the brood parasitism is the outlier. So I guess good for this guy for not doing that. Um... But the, both the male and the female will co-parent their chicks. Um, the pair will build their nest. They will lay two single white eggs. That's what you should change your dating profile to. Single, single white, white egg? egg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they will lay two of those and they'll incubate. Um, both the parents will incubate the eggs. The chicks are then born completely naked. They are same nude. <laughs> nude, wet, altricial. And the parents will both do equal parts in raising them. So that's cute. Once they reach about two weeks old, um, they peace out. They're gone. Bye. They leave bye, the nest. Bye, bye. That was all they needed. A little two weeks didn't get back on their feet. Good to go. The adults have pretty good longevity. They can live up to about 15 years in human care. And in their Madagascar island habitat, like it's obviously a little, little bit shorter, but not too bad. So like, the fact that they only have two eggs and the chicks leave pretty early, like, they're pretty self-sufficient and it's one of the reasons why they're considered least concerned um, mm-hmm. and why they can actually afford to have, like, a smaller brood size. They don't have to lay, like, 25,000 eggs because most yeah. of them do pretty well. They do have that really short rearing period, so that two weeks uh, when they're raising those chicks. And because of that, that does allow them to have several clutches in their breeding season, which runs September to March. So they can just, like, crank out Mary-Kate and Ashley Ellison's these little twins left and right they all are doing it takes two back and forth and then they're good to go bing, all bing, over bing. madagascar <laughs> now they do have some interesting vocalizations that you can hear if you listen if you're in madagascar you might be able to pick them out the most common vocalization they have is a laser gun pew 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 mm, that i like mm-hmm. i knew you would uh they also have a tuk tuk sound sounds very wooden apparently uh, and then a bunch of other ones that sound insane and which are usually there to warn you of a predator in the environment. So that's kind of fun. Um, because they do join those mixed species flocks sometimes, they will also join in to a mixed chorus with other species of birds. I kind of like that. You got the altos, you got the sopranos. Like, 
your baritones. Yeah, copy what they're saying and like steal <laughs> their voice. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa from Ariel style. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, and then their diet, they're omnivorous birds, so they're basically just going to eat anything that they can get the little birdy hands and feet on. Um, mm-hmm. they'll eat, like, a lizard, they'll eat a leaf, they'll eat a snail, they'll eat a berry, whatever they can find that's, like, their size or smaller. Not too shabby. Now, now we're going to talk about their babies, <laughs> because, have you looked at a picture of their babies yet? Yeah, it comes up, like, first thing. It really wants to just show you that, even though I didn't want to see it, I guess. That thing, yeah. So the chick is naked. We already covered that. But it opens its mouth, and that's when the horror begins. Because inside of its mouth, it has very distinct and graphic (laughs) illustrations. (laughs) So, first off, the mouth is completely red inside, and it's got little, looks like eyeballs, but they're, like, little bullseye, like, targets that are white. Inside yeah. their mouth. And then what looks like a screaming panda to me. It's a panda. Is that what it looks like to you? Yeah. It's a small panda. Looks like a panda with two, like. It's like if a drunk girl on the yeah. boardwalk got a lip tattoo of a panda. Yes. And got a scratcher, then- <laughs> horrible tattoo. <laughs> she would wake up the next day and look in her mouth and it would look exactly like this. It kind of looks like it's drooling, like it's like. Oh, that food looks good. You know that emoji? Like, ah, that looks so yummy. And then, yeah, it's got these two big, like, targets right above it that look sort of like eyeballs also. Why does it have this? You may be wondering. Why on earth would Darwin tattoo the the lower lip of this chick? (laughs) Why would he do that? Why on earth? So the reason, as far as we can tell, is that it um, creates a high visual acuity for the parents to be able to feed their chick a but also identify which is their chick so that each of them mm. are very distinct and unique like fingerprints um to each chick each chick has a very um, individual design in their mouth i guess they just vary slightly on this two targets and panda drooling design but right to each their own and the little chicks will open their mouths and that's going to help the parents a find their chick and b feed it so yeah. it acts as like um, a visual marker for the parents it is startling, and I do not think it had to go as hard as it did, as far as visual markers go. Um, I could have, I think it could have been worse. Could have been worse. I just think better. If you're the kind of guy who you know is related to the kind of people who just drops their kids off at somebody else's house, mm-hmm. you might be a little worried that someone's going to drop their kid off at your house, and you might want to mm. know for sure that you're feeding. <laughs> Got the right kid. Your child, because right. you're paranoid. That your kid has a nut allergy. The shit that you pull off is going to get pulled off on you. Oh, shit. Your crimes find you. Yeah. What goes around comes around. Exactly. Justin Timberlake knew. In Timberland. <laughs> Timberland. <laughs> what goes around comes around. around. Everybody you know knows what? a we target should make- is fun. <laughs> like, when you go to the fair, those, like, little shoot em games. Yeah. The little water gun. Pew, pew, pew. So if I was very full of seeds and fruits and I didn't want to give them up, mm-hmm. but then my chick opened in their mouth and they're like, let's make it a, g- a game. It's like a fair game. Then I'd be like, yeah, okay, I guess I can give you some. Because and there's it's a, like a fun, fair game. there's a fun little animal character that's also present cheering you on. <laughs> Why not? That sounds great. Then I'm in. Why not? That sounds like a nice, that's, that's a nice summer evening on the boardwalk, baby. Yep. The Madagascar don't boardwalk. Don't get that lip tattoo. 
<laughs> Gotta get that lip tattoo. <laughs> get the jams pumping. We're gonna have a um, an accompanying Spotify playlist attached to this episode with all the music that we've referenced and <laughs> sung horribly. So far, we got a few bangers on there. It is crazy. You have to think of like the evolutionary. Like at one yes. point, they were not feeding their babies. <laughs> yeah, at, that, at one point, this was such a problem that they're like, we gotta figure something out. Like they're missing my mouth. <laughs> Or they're just not doing it, or they're feeding somebody else. And I have to draw a treasure map to my gob. Throat, here. It's a big fucking neon sign directing it to their mouth. I know. Like, somewhere along the way, what they were doing wasn't working. And so they're like, listen, we got to figure out something to get this right. And what they decided on and what is apparently working the best is this little emoji panda into eyeball targets. And they're not the only one. Like, there are other birds that have variations of this. So yeah. this is prevalent amongst birds that they're just, like, not <laughs> feeding their babies, I guess. The parents are like, oops, what? I didn't know. <laughs> I oh, forgot. that's your mouth? Whoa. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, am I right? <laughs> Put this thing in sight and it's at the top of your mind. I think that's what these chicks had to do. And then they don't have them for their whole life once they reach that juvenile stage. It yeah. disappears. It's gone. It fades. It's definitely like the parent handbook. And then once <laughs> they get old enough, they're like, okay, you don't need it anymore. What would you do if you were talking to someone and you looked and there was just this? You got a glimpse of this inside their mouth. And you're like, why do you have that? And it's like, oh, so I can feed myself. Well, number one, you're acting like I would ask them. I wouldn't. I would walk away. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would stop the conversation we were having. I would slit their throat immediately. No questions yeah. asked. Okay. And you wouldn't ever get an answer as to why they have it. I don't need to know. Right. I don't care. You know, this does sound like a Magnus Archives episode. <laughs> I just talking to someone and they have a spooky thing in their mouth. All Ugh. I know is that there's they have no business speaking to me. So <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> Oops. I don't know if you're destined for this plane. <laughs> I think I'm going you're to leave out of immediately. <laughs> it's a it's a little bit upsetting, but again, apparently it works and I don't know. Like Can't why why change it if it's works. not working? Yeah. So that's something to consider. It could always be worse. You could have this in your mouth. I just can't understand the panda. It looks too much like a panda. We'll give it some time. To be a coincidence? Like evolutionarily. The drawing's sure. not complete. You see what I'm saying? Oh. I'll give it about two million years. Check back in and it'll look like a red panda. And then it will be like a, it'll say like, insert food here. Like, <laughs> What if it just changes Cause the look little. look like lips. Yeah. What if it changes the little emoji character in there to just whatever's the on-trend megafauna at the time? You know how, like, maybe it was sloths before, and now it's well, pandas. it will never be on trend, because they're 8 million years in the past. What it's going to turn <laughs> into is that, like, mustache tattoo that we all got, like... Oh, on your finger. And the, yeah. Mm, it's going to be out of trend. Are, uh, it'll say, like, keep calm and chive on, or something. Like <laughs> chive on! <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> fucking awful website? Yes. I do. Oh, my Holy God. Holy smokes. That's actually what it's going to be. Uh-huh gonna have like a weird hipster emoji or something yeah or or it's gonna be like um it's gonna say ipa <laughs> like oh an my ipa God. beer <laughs> yep 
Yep. I can't wait. Still cooking, incubating, still incubating. Yeah. Um, Accepting ideas for new graphic design for the Kuchik mouth. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) So that's the Krusty Kua. I'm going to hit you with a quick TLDL. Um, And we'll just try to maybe put this image that's burned in the back of my eyelids out of our minds. Or keep it there. I don't know. You do what you want to do. I'll tattoo it on your inner lip when you're sleeping. I can't wait. I can't wait for us to get matching Kresikua mouth tattoos. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first matching tattoo. Okay, no. so this week we talked about the Kresikua. It's a medium-sized bird endemic to Madagascar. Um, she's got the Maybelline look. She's been working on that eyeliner. She works at Ulta. And eyeshadow. <laughs> she, her work at Ulta has improved her makeup application skills. Her day she job looks, is Ulta. She looks fucking fantastic. Her night job is climbing trees apparently her, her night job is like <laughs> bouldering and she's not very good at it so she's still working on it hobbies come and go uh this bird is blue in color it is not very good at flying as flora mentioned just kind of hop around trees but it is considered arboreal so it nests up there and eats up there and i don't know does other things up there they will eat kind of anything they can get their hands on they're not too picky and they live in any sort of like tree or shrubland area in madagascar all things considered, even with the noticeable eye, the, like, not-so-great ability to fly and everything else, they're doing pretty well. They're considered least concern in the conservation mm. status. They've got a stable population. Um, they do think that the numbers are kind of consistently declining, um, as with everything on Madagascar, due to habitat loss, degradation, and, like, hunting. Um, but at this point, they are still considered least concern. They have a few different natural predators, including humans, and for the most part, they're not a super social bird. They'll kind of keep to themselves, a little bit reclusive, a little bit secretive, Um, but they do have a crazy looking mouth in their baby, and this is allegedly to help the parents find the kid and feed the kid. Um, It's like like the leash with Disneyland parents, you know? Yeah. It's that, and then also a target on the kid's face to, you know, remind them to... Give them some Sometimes mac and cheese every so often. Bird brain just a little small. And so we just need reminders on what yeah. we're supposed to be doing. Because bird brain. <laughs> bird brain work hard. Just kind of and- little in there. And it's working overtime already. Bird brain already has trouble flying. <laughs> bird brain right. needs a reminder to feed offspring and continue yeah. genetics. <laughs> yeah. It's just, a, it's just like a little note on the bottom of their calendar. Like, don't forget. You know what? We need notes. I put a little note in my bathroom mirror yeah. that's like, restock the shampoo. This guy needs a note to remind Bruh, him to feed his we kid. We need notes that say, don't cook your kid in the car. It's in the back seat. Like, we need that's plenty true. of notes. That's Jesus true. Christ. There's none of us that can look down on this crested kua because it may have trouble remembering <laughs> and finding its kid. Yeah. <laughs> All that considered, <sighs> though, listen, that bullseye, it's working. If they didn't try anything and they were just letting their kids starve, then that would be its own problem. But they they tried a solution and it's working. So why not it? I, I'm proud of them. Good for them. If you went to Madagascar and then like a native local person mm-hmm. offered you kua to eat, would you eat it? Oh, yeah, probably. Would you? Yeah. They I said think it's I would good. Eat, I'm trying to think of like what I wouldn't eat like anywhere. Like if offered. Oh. In like a legitimate way. Is there like a bird you wouldn't eat? Um... I don't think so. I think I just would not eat primates because of the health yeah. implications. And I feel like yeah. 
We're too similar. The zoonotic disease would be with disease. the parasite load. Like I just feel right. like that is risking death. <laughs> right. But I, I think mean, I we... would eat literally anything else. I'm pretty sure. Like a rhino? You'd eat like a rhino? If it was or... legitimately offered to me. Or like in, a... I'm telling you like in a native setting. I'm not saying like I went oh, to a right. black market. Right. And I'm not seeking this actively illegally. I'm saying someone in the kindness of their heart, they're already eating it. Mm-hmm. They're inviting me into their beautiful home. Yeah. And are providing it to me. I would definitely eat it. <laughs> I just Unless think it that... was a monkey. <laughs> I don't want to eat the monkey. Get a monkey on my face. I just think that if they say that this bird tastes good, it probably does taste really good. <laughs> Why would they lie? <laughs> right. Like, there's no reason. I just have to believe them. And I just think that it probably tastes really good. So I'm not I'm in the business yeah. of eating endangered birds. This guy's it's not endangered. Concern. I, that's what I'm saying. This guy's least concern. <laughs> so I have a little less concern eating this bird <laughs> if I needed to. One but of my again, Uber drivers are trying to gaslight me into saying that they ate penguins all the time. Mm, all the time, um, huh? Yeah. He's like, you know, Just we cut those up like downtown, like blah, 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 blah. I was like, you're full of shit. He's that like, yes, is not I'm. true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of this Uber. <laughs> I'm done being Uber. Bye. Just being a goofy little guy. That is a lie. Like, that's actually <laughs> illegal, and I will arrest you immediately. <laughs> oh, undercover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an undercover wildlife officer. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so that's it. That's Would you eat a dog? Um, I would eat this bird. Would you eat a horse? Yeah. We've already gone too far with horses. Like that's like a drop in the bucket. I was gonna say we've already we've covered I'm horses. I've done fucked up a horse. So. I've been, I've been lusting after a horseback strap for about God seven years. Damn. I've been I think about them weekly. If there was a grill out back like that, <laughs> if I had a marinade and a grill, holy shit! <laughs> Stop. Would have been sizzling those up. I've never seen a more beautiful piece of meat. It looks delicious. Can we eat? Shit, that's not fucking fat. That'd be great. Those horse, those. Listen, I. If a cheetah can't eat fat, why do I have to eat fat? <laughs> <laughs> he gets horses. Why don't I? That's go good Europe. enough for him. We gotta go to Europe. It's like a, it's like a thing over there, right? They eat horses all the time. Um, do they? Is that a thing? I think a lot of places eat horses. I definitely think they do. Interesting. I don't know why I think that, but... I mean, we worked with those people at that one place that ate anything they could trap. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there were some interesting things that were trapped. So... (laughs) So... Yeah. I have to think that there's probably horse on the menu. Living off the land. What's the weirdest thing... What's the weirdest thing you have eaten? Can you even think of anything weird? Ooh. I haven't eaten super crazy stuff. Like, wise Hmm. I guess I've eaten like alligator and yeah. I guess people think like snails are weird. I've eaten that. Eaten what? Snails. Snares. <laughs> the snares. Discord, yeah. Like cut out, and I heard you say like snarts, and then I was like, <laughs> that. So then I just tried to tell you that and said snares. Snarts. <laughs> Snart. I've had a few snarts. Uh, snails. Yeah, I, I bet people think, like, crayfish snarts. is probably weird. Because, like, I feel oh, like crayfish oh, aren't yeah. as common worldwide. Well, those are delicious. Maybe. Yeah. 
Those little bugs? I've eaten those. What, you've eaten weird stuff, though. You're a weird person. Yeah, I ate a couple. I've had camel. Didn't you have kangaroo? I had kangaroo. I had a lot of yeah. kangaroo. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> this is a zookeeping podcast. Delicious. All about animals and zookeeping. <laughs> I don't condone eating things off the black market or things that are endangered. No, it was offered to me in a meal. Like, they eat them all the time. Yeah. Like a deer. Um, Would you eat a person? Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's circle back. Oh, absolutely. We've talked about this before, too. I think it would be foul. Yeah, I think we have. I just think it'd be foul. It does depend on the person. I would eat you, like, easily. I'd probably taste like Mountain Dew. We were circling back to the beginning of the episode. Battery acid. You would my eat blood through my stomach lining. Green. I would get a stomach ulcer immediately upon eating you. My blood is like the xenomorph blood where it goes all the way through <laughs> the hull. Flora's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> One last jab in the stomach. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Mo- but yeah, no, I think you'd be delicious. And Thank you've you. said before you would eat me. Like, yeah. I think we should just, I don't know, I think we should eat each other. I think it'd be cute. Yeah, I'd eat you right now if you're over here. <laughs> if I had, I would... I would I would do a pulled pork flora, pulled flora, and I would put you over some nachos. Well, I know you would sauce. do something just extra. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I know you would With go like some white queso, and it would be so good. So good. I'd feed you to you. You would love it. I just think it's interesting, like, our our biases and our, you know, what Cultural. we determine is yeah. food and what is yes. not food. And we're like, right. people are so comfortable torturing, you know, animals on a daily basis, as we do. Mm-hmm. For our food, mm-hmm. and then there's certain animals who are like off limits, just right. because of our own personal thoughts and feelings like the, about it. Like, yeah, like our society and how, like the culture we're raised in, it's yeah. completely different depending on where you're raised and what is available, and how you obtain that food. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It's wild. Food is interesting. Food is fascinating. Food culture, especially. Yeah, and then we're always shocked that we weren't like vegetarian or vegan when. They found out we oh. lived in zoos. Yeah. No, not like, at all. They eat if, too. <laughs> if, I mean, yeah, I know. We worked with mostly carnivores. If, um, at least for a while, um, if I was vegetarian or vegan and I was butchering that horse and the, started lusting up those back straps, boy, would that be a real wake-up call, though. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the end of that. It looks delicious. Um, no, I don't – I think a lot of zookeepers aren't. Just yeah, I would food. say – I mean, I, I did legitimately work with some, but I would say the majority were not. Yeah. It's just everybody eats, you know. Some things everybody eat, go meat, eat some things don't. Everybody go eat. <laughs> if I did anything, I'd have to be like piscatarian. Oh. Yeah, with the fish. But then I would be so full of like mercury that I would like be radiating. Well, you like, don't eat only fish on a pescatarian diet. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm pescatarian only. I only eat fish. <laughs> I eat no fruits, no grains, nope. no vegetables. Nope. Only fish. Yep. Well, that's the other thing. A lot of people with like uh, seafood get freaked the fuck out with different types of seafood, right? Like some people are like, oh, it's totally what? normal to eat like oh. a fried fish sandwich with cod. But then if right. you're eating, you know, like octopus, someone's like, what the fuck are right. you doing? Or like, like a well, little friendly guy. Yeah. You wouldn't eat like a Nemo because they <laughs> offer zero sustenance because they're two inches long. I love that though on Survivor when they're like, they get their fishing gear and someone comes back and they have a fish that's the size of like a Tic Tac and everyone's like, yay! Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to eat so well. Yeah, right. Anyhow. Eat a dolphin. 
Oh my god, yes. Okay. Not a Vikita. No, they're Unless not doing it was well. the last one and he like died anyway. He <laughs> he bequeathed his flesh to you, Flora, in he his will himself <laughs> to me. Please let her eat me. Uh, I don't know. All of, the, all of those like marine mammals are probably so toxic because of all the trash we put in there and because they're like the top of the food chain and shit. I think there's something mystical going on with them too. I do think just considering how vindictive and insane dolphins are, I think that if I ate it, I would develop a curse of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> some I know, form I or know fashion. For sure, because of the sins of the dolphin, that, that is <laughs> would carry over to me <laughs> fully on into his flesh. That he tastes like raw and sick. Absolutely. And is just like, disgusting inside and out. For sure. Yeah. I do think I would develop some sort of like otherworldly something. It's just not good for me. It's not looking good. <laughs> Anyways, Villains. thank you all for joining us in this episode. Hey, we learned a little bit more about the below. crested Would Kua. you eat a man or not? Yeah, let us know what your eating preferences are. Um, if it's dependent on the man, I'm right there with you. I'm not going to eat anybody. Um, but tell me who you would eat. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yep. If you are interested in joining our wonderful, wacky, wild group of patrons, you can do that at patreon.com slash keeperchat. Um, you can get access to monthly bonus episodes by joining our patron family. We have like, I don't know, 50 million hours of bonus content that you can ha- access right away. It's there. It's just waiting for you. And some of the most insane stuff is talked about. If you thought this was weird, just wait. Some of the craziest shit is talked about in there. So um, if you need a little bit more in your Keeper Chat Cup, go ahead and fill it over there. Um, you can also get access to our Discord server if you join our Grime Gang tier. And that's how you also get a shout out on the show. So... Again, if you're looking to, I don't know, feel more insane <laughs> on your day-to-day life, that's a really good option and a great avenue to explore. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can send quick and dirty questions to keeperchat at gmail.com. And if you rate and review us on iTunes or Podchaser, we'll donate $5 to the conservation organization of our patrons' choice. So get out there and do it. It takes like 30 seconds. I know your Apple iTunes password is impossible to remember, but once you do, we donate money. So it's well worth your time. That's all we have for you this week. We'll see you in two weeks when we talk about our next patron's animal. Until then, smell you later. Bye.